Take the money and run. Coming here with a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I'm your host, Trevor. Tonight, we are joined by the lone soldier himself, the OG. What else is new? Alex. Alex, how are you doing tonight? Yo, yo, yo. And we'll, we'll just we'll just address the elephant in the room right now. Um, you know, is there like a reason Andy not here tonight? Fezzy goes home tonight. And I... I don't know. You know, he was texting us throughout the group chat the entire night and kind of around that 25, 26 minute mark, kind of the same time as Fezzi went home, he kind of just became zero dark 30. What are our thoughts, Alex, on that? Is Andy upset that Fezzi's gone? A very uh, bromance, almost like a Jordan Bananas behind the scenes, fake, you know, enemies, now best friends, or what's going on with that? Yeah, we, we really got. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but we really got no indication at all that he wasn't going to be on tonight's podcast. And then, yeah, I think it was maybe um, the commercial break either before or after Fezzi went home when we stopped getting text messages from him. Um, And so, yeah, I think he may have been a little heartbroken about the fact that uh, his number one guy, Fezzi, I think he had him pretty high on his power rankings. I think he, had, he definitely had him above a lot of people. Surely, I think he was top three for him, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, dude, as well. Well, like that being said, we are here with the episode seven recap. So probably the longest intro we've ever done in our entire existence. And I think the chat's already hit it. What the fuck was that like tonight? I mean, a 60-minute episode, we love 60-minute weeks. <laughs> well, do, do we have another guest appearance there real quick? We'll do uh, So another 60-minute episode, but, like, what was that? <laughs> like, we, we had 30 minutes of just the whole Fezzy drama from the last episode. Then we had about 15 minutes of who should we vote in, and – then what do we have for the last 10 minutes? Just the elimination, which the eliminations was so anticlimactic. Like this could be the fastest recap of all time. And I'm just being honest. Yeah, no, the the episode itself was pretty much a kind of like, not obviously not in terms of what happened, but in terms of just like weirdness and quality, very similar to last week. Um, In a weird way, it almost feels like, like this episode and last episode feel like a reset on the whole season. Like it feels like basically two episodes that are just kind of out there and just like different and they're shorter. And so it's just like, all right, pause, whatever was going on before, get rid of the Fezzi, do all the fight and all this, and then start it up again next week. Um, but I mean, that, that being said, the six, like you said, the 60 minutes of, of challenge we got tonight was there's, I mean, there's a bad elimination and then just fighting and drama that all started last week. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, nothing 
we didn't get from like point A to it was just so the the editing was just terribly terrible excuse me to begin with I mean the fact that like you're telling me you couldn't just combine these two like these two episodes together I mean yeah. and Mike the doctor brings up but oh, we got two Josh's cries in one episode we didn't get two we got at least four or five I That's think we had four or five yeah at least and, you know TJ when he came into the house and I don't want to get so far in was like oh this is embarrassing like haven't we heard this talk before or something like, I mean, like it, it is just ridiculous. And the fact that they, like, like I said, the biggest thing is we love 60 minute episodes, but the fact that those two episodes, like we had two segments tonight, the fallout and the elimination. And that was it in 60 minutes. And it's like, couldn't you just add that in, cut the 15 minute bullshit, 20 minute bullshit of Fezzi and Josh, you know, becoming bros again or whatever. And then just, like, oh, dude, it just, oh, my God, the production this episode was so bad, and it bothers me. But I don't know. And on top of it, and I'll just dive right into the episode recap right here, we lost our streak. Seven episodes. I mean, we, we didn't really have an elimination, you know, first walking in the door, but we lost the streak. And I think that's where we got to start first is why are we replaying the same shit five, six, seven, eight times? And then going into the episode. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, this, right when, like, the the previously on was happening tonight, I thought, like, oh, shit, like, the streak of the elimination winner coming in the door for first is for sure, like, 100% going to stop because there is there was no elimination winner last episode. Um, and I think it was kind of like, what, what, I, I on one hand, I was like, oh, we didn't even talk about this last week knowing that the streak was going to stop but i guess like i mean there's just all the pizza fighting and all of that um but yeah obviously you know take a bad episode like we had tonight and then add on top of it the fact that it ruined a season long and maybe a dozen episode long streak um hopefully from episode eight next week to the finale at the end maybe it carries on all the way there hopefully Hopefully that means there's no more to be continued or anything, but yeah, I think, I think, you know, we always start every episode by saying the streak continues tonight. The streak is stopped and we have to start a new one next week. Yeah. So sadly, like we said, the streak ends. Uh, and then, like I said, we just pick back up in the fight. Like there wasn't much uh, else that was going on. It was just so much filler. It was, it was one of the worst edited episodes I think of all time. Honestly, on my opinion, I think they tried to make it up with a hall brawl that, I mean, we'll get into it. I don't want to spoil it or whatever, but it, it was just bad. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think maybe my question, at least like what I, what I think we should just focus on and talk about right now is, like you said, I think the first 30, even 40 minutes of the episode were just badly cut up, produced and all of that. I think only when you get to the nominations where it was like actually like the episode felt like it was progressing. Um, and so, I mean, let's just get right into Fezzi going home. That was like the big thing of the episode. Um, Fezzi going home. We thought it might happen because of last week's episode. So, I mean, just overall, like what are your thoughts on Fezzi going home? I think it was the first, and I have a few more thoughts, but I think first and foremost, it was the first like, moment of the season if that makes sense like it was the first time something popped off like even though the the slap was just a slap it was like okay something actually happened because i feel like 
up to this point, we've just kind of been going through the motions. You know, rookies are going in, rookies are going home. There's some drama every now and then, but like nothing really happened. I mean, you had uh, what's her name, pig roast. You know, getting sent home and all of that. Um, Anissa. Well, that was like, a pretty big moment. You didn't. <laughs> that was a big, big moment. But you didn't have anything like this, or it was like a fight that led to somebody getting sent home. So, what was just your thought on specifically Fezzi getting sent home? I was surprised, honestly. I thought I was just going to be in – I thought it was – okay, coming into the episode, I did not think he was going home at all. Did not yeah. think of one bit. I thought it was just going to be the classic TJ warnings. What what you saw, what TJ given, you know, a warning to Amber and Esther, then giving an, uh, a warning to Josh, and then right away, I mean, he obviously axed them there. The thing that gave it away, once again, we bring this up a million times, is production – with the spoilers, they gave Nelson, I think, three confessionals where he's like, you know, Teach, he just doesn't like when people get their hands on each other at least three times. So then I was like, yeah, he's going home. Like, there's just literally no way. Um, so overall impact of him going home, I mean, was Andy right in getting his pick? Was he the first vet out for mail? Nom. Oh, yes, Nom. I didn't forget. <laughs> Nom wasn't on the season. Zero words. He wasn't. No, but Nom doesn't count. You know why? Because Ed from the Circle's here. So, I mean, realistically, Andy's pick was right. And I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah, I mean, basically every other veteran guy besides Nom, I guess, finish, is going to finish ahead of Fezzi. Um, yeah, I, I, for well, for one thing, it, as if CT needed an easier path to the final. Oh my God. I mean, this is literally like, I forget what conference it is. It is literally like the big 10 North division or legends or whatever with Ohio state getting to the big 10 championship. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's just another day, another dot. Like it's, there's no, there's no competition. They just get there. Uh, and I think it might actually even be easier. It might be like Gonzaga and the WAC or whatever conference they're in, like winning their conference. Like, who's the who? Who is CT's biggest threat right now? Himself, maybe. I mean, He's being honest. It, no, it probably is. Because um, I mean, that going on back there or something. Because I mean, I mean, Fezzi was like a clear two to three notches below CT. Everybody is. But at least we he, at least he's a physical competitor. He's been in the past two finals. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, the guys now behind CT that I think are towards the top are, I mean, like what, Corey, Kyle, and Nelson, the same guys that have just been like floating around for the past five seasons. Like they're not gonna ser ever seriously challenge CT for a title. And yeah. like none of, the, none of these rookies are doing anything. What do you, do you think do you think CT's scared of Huey? Huey? I mean, like, and I'm sorry, Jesse Adams, not a Big Ten guy. Um, definitely a Big East kind of guy. But what what would the comparison be? I guess if we're talking Big Ten, given a little football, you know, obviously we're in the swing of it. Me and Alex, both big football guys. Ohio State, CT, in the West would be like Josh would be Northwestern playing them in the finals? Or is that – is that giving Josh too much credit? I well, 
I would say another comparison would be like CT is Alabama in the SEC. Okay. And then you have guys like Kyle and Corey. The old misses, Mississippi States of the world. Well, I was I was gonna I was gonna go one notch above and say like they're the LSU's Florida, Georgia, where like they're always pretty good. And every now and then they have that like awesome season where they're like contending for something. Um so I would say they're kind of like that. And then I would say Josh is like Mizzou, Kentucky. God, no, 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 no. Josh is like Vanderbilt. Not with the grades, but with the football performance. God. Well, and Fezzi played at Tennessee, University of Tennessee. Well, yeah, that's a perfect match. You know, him in the obnoxious orange checkerboard pattern, you know. Surely he's not an obnoxious guy or anything. So, but, you know, he played well with Tennessee. So we'll just leave it at that. So, do you, I mean, let me ask you, let's go one more time. Do you, think, do you think that Fezzi is going to come back to the challenge? Yes. Wait, 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 wait. This season or like? <laughs> On another season of the challenge. Yes, 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 yes. Do, I'm kind of, I'm just going to say, I'm kind of rooting for him. I, I like the. All right. So now I think it's just going to be me for the podcast because I don't know what the hell Alex was saying there. I'm sorry you guys just had to listen to that. That was very embarrassing. Sir, the pod does not put up with that kind of behavior. Okay. Sorry. There's some technical difficulties there. Uh, what were you saying, Alex? Let me ask you this. Why? Serious question. What do you not like about Fezzi? His personality. He played football at the University of Tennessee. He thinks he's a god. I mean, what? Where? How much more do I need to say? I mean, he literally didn't eat. He he acts like he's a god. Like he is the cha- he's like CT. He he acts like he's CT. In here, I'll I'll bring it with all these other people. Esther tonight, Berna this tonight. All these people are talking so much shit about vets and stuff like that. With um, you know, everything. What have they done, the rookies? What has Fezzi actually done? He's made it to a final and he quit. He's a quitter. He didn't win it. Give me fine. Oh, give me a break. I mean, he's a quitter. He gave up on Casey. Casey had one leg and still could have done better than him. I mean, he's a douchebag. I mean, it's a broken record. I don't want to keep dragging him along, but all these people think they're so entitled to everything on the show. They act like they're gods. You know, it's like Achilles or whatever. And I'm just sick and tired of it. Like, show CTs. Like, I – Everybody knows I'm not the biggest CT fan, but I put respect on his name. I understand he is a great competitor and he's obviously great for the show. But on the flip side, you got to put respect on on those guys' names. Okay, so I'll, I'll say I can't that you're rooting for him. I cannot believe you said that. I I don't necessarily know if I'm if I'm rooting for him. I would say first, I would say that. There is nothing about his personality that I like, but in a weird way, I'd like how much other people hate him. So you like him being the villain? Yeah, I think he actually does it pretty well. I, I think he didn't do it that well last season um, because if you remember his rookie season, he was like silent. Like he didn't really talk at all. Um, and then I think, <laughs> and I think 
Uh, last season, he kind of overdid it and kind of settled into it a little bit now. Um, and just kind of another takeaway overall is that Fezzi, and I, this always interests me when like challenge, good challenge rookies come on. Fezzi is still technically undefeated. He's still never lost an elimination. And like, I, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being serious because like for a rookie to come on the challenge and to compete on three seasons and to not lose an elimination is just like rare. And usually it, it usually it involves something like getting sent home. Like I think uh, Tony, and by the way, can we get him back? I think Tony on his first two, check, check me if I'm wrong, two or three seasons didn't lose an elimination. And it was basically just because he was going home all the time, like getting sent home. Yeah. He, yeah. And so for, I mean, I'm just still interested to see like, when the first time Fezzi is going to lose an elimination is. Who do you think his first loss would be against? And that, see, that's like what I was hoping to see this season. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it would have to be, it would have to be an elimination. That's like weird where like anybody could beat Fezzi and like, not like a hall brawl. Um, he beat Jordan in that pull what wrestle. About a rage cage. <laughs> fuck rage cage um i mean i would say like Corey and kyle just have the best chance just because they're always on the show and they've won eliminations um because like i don't think we're ever going to get the headline ct versus fezzy event i mean we didn't think we would ever see a west versus bananas but we saw it twice that's true god chance for stars the stick so stupid <laughs> That, those, those spinoffs were terrible. God, it was all about just getting the pay cut. Never, I never. Mean, not, not to, not to just completely go off the rails. But did Bananas bring in a Make a Wish kid to literally become MVP to get out of a elimination? Right. I think he did. I think it was. I'm tr- what was the the format? Was basically like the winning team, whether it was champs or stars, got to pick like their MVP, right? Like they're yeah. the guy who was safe and then got to choose the person and yeah i think <laughs> i think bananas brought in like one of the one of the kids that was like part of the charity um yeah. before the challenge and they were like hanging out high fiving and all that and then they do the challenge and the champs win and bananas <laughs> bananas like assumed that he was just going to be voted the team mvp because he had his buddy there and then Wes like called him out on it. And was like, wait a second, like I I should be MVP for this. <laughs> so bananas. I mean, just just so classic. Uh, Jesse Adam writes real quick. Do we get a daily challenge and elimination next week? If we don't, I mean, I mean, come on, what are we doing? We'll, we'll be here till literally March Madness. That phase. I think we have to. Yeah. I think tonight was a didn't know or they didn't have confidence in their producers to put all of this stuff into 90 minutes, even though they clearly could have. Um, and so they decided to just chop it up a little bit. Hopefully we reset next week with fucking challenge, deliberation, elimination. Yeah. So kind of jumped off the rails. Dale. that can't even speak. Jumped off the rails there. Anything else you want to put out? You want to plead your case? Anything else, Alex, because you just love Fezzy so much. You're going to start your own fan club on STP, which might have zero followers, but, you know. No, nothing else about Fezzy. Um, 
Did, did, well, I guess we kind of talked about it already a little bit. Um, and I'll probably have to rewatch the episode, check the tapes on the Josh cry. I think that's the next thing we got to talk about. It's at least four, yeah, for tonight. And I think, wasn't it for the, the and for you guys who might be listening new new to the season, um, before on our, on our season preview, we all, Trevor, Andy, and I, we all placed like prop bets for the season. We basically gave like a prop and then a number and decided if we were going to do over or under. And one of them was times that Josh cries. Josh cries. Um, and I think we set it at, we'll have to go back because I know we wrote it down. I think maybe five and a half was the number. Um, Cause obviously he cries like every other episode. Um, so the, the line was five and a half. And then I think up to tonight though, through six episodes, we were at officially at zero, right? We were at zero. It hadn't happened yet. And then, and then tonight the floodgates open literally. I mean, they were, we got, we got at least four or five, I think. I mean, I have seen Nani cry on the show season after season after season after season. I don't think I've ever seen her cry that hard. I think that might have broken the record in challenge history. If you were to time it, the most airtime they've ever given someone to cry. And it was a 60-minute episode. It wasn't even 90 minutes, which is even more impressive. So if we're going by ratio, it's probably even the best percentage of, by far of all time. So – I guess if you want to give one props to production tonight, it'd be to capture all that. But thank God, you know, I just really wanted to see Josh cry five, six times tonight. So I, I applaud them for putting that in there. So. Yeah, it, it was almost like we we fully expected to get a Josh cry up to this point. And then when we didn't through six episodes, we kind of get a little worried about, you know, is the over going to hit? And then tonight come and Josh says, Josh says, hold my beer. And he just does it all in one episode. Yeah, I, it, it was, it was very similar to like, you know, I feel like production, like, you know, when you get like a sponsorship and you have to make sure it hits like the amount, the amount, like you have six commercials to run during uh, a basketball game, let's say, or something. I felt like they were like, oh shit, we forgot we signed this contract with Josh. Let's get in all the cries <laughs> just this episode just to make, you know, the seven episode mark. That's what it felt like almost. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like if you took like uh, in the NBA, if you took like LeBron to score over 34 and a half points in the game. And in the first quarter, he only scores four. Second quarter, he scores four. And you're kind of worried. And then third quarter comes. And he just fucking scores like 28 all at once. And you're like, okay, we're good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. Uh, and also chat, you guys have been awesome tonight. Love by you. You are absolutely correct. Sylvia definitely stayed for literally headbutting a contestant. Um, who, who did she headbutt? She, I think it was Marie, friend of the program. Vendetta, Vendettas, right? No, it was a uh, 30, 30. Final reckoning, I think. That's what I'm. God, all that whole gap right there between right. Vendetta's blood or bloodlines was before Dirty. It was the season after Dirty Thirty. Those first three seasons before War of the Worlds that just mashed together. That I just literally have no idea anymore. It's the it's the trilogy. Because well, yeah. What what was the trilogy? It was Final Reckoning, Vendetta's, and what was the th other one? Dur Dirty Thirty. Oh, Dirty 30 was part of that trilogy? That was the first one of the trilogy, oh. I think. And they, it was only a trilogy because they said 
like in a trailer one time. This is the yeah. trilogy. Talk about another person who cried. Sylvia cried about walking over the first off. Let's bring that final back where they had to walk across the fire, very the office vibes. And it was literally five seconds long. It was like a part of the challenge. Like that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was like walk across the fire. It was like three steps. <laughs> so stupid. That, <laughs> that whole final challenge could not have been any worse. And yeah, like you said, I, I it was like a kindergarten person made it. Like it, it was like it was like Pam Halper, Pam uh, actually Pam Beasley at the time walking across those coals. Um, is is what you had for the final determining factor of who's going to keep a million dollars. So dumb. Um, God. Marie, friend of the program. Remember when West poured a two-liter of Coke? <laughs> I mean, the shit they used to do on the show was just – I mean, even, like, in the past couple seasons, like, didn't, like uh, – who were the girls who dumped all the, the furniture? Uh, or not the furniture, the, the, the luggage, and she left. Um, that was – that was that used to be, like, a – yeah, I think the – now I'm thinking, wasn't it Camilla who was just drunk and she put on like glasses and it's like a, a sunflower hat and just walked into the pool? Yeah, she walked into the pool. She also did some other makeup stuff. Um, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, that was like like what I was one of the thoughts that came into my head tonight was the fact that, you know, Fezzy slapped Josh, gets sent home. Let's it wasn't even a slap. It was like a push away. It was as minimal contact as a person could have made, right? There, there was way more contact on the um, the hall brawl tonight than that. Yeah, well, and, com- and compare compare what Fezzi did to Josh's face to what thirteen years ago CT did to Adam's face. Oh God, I wish I could do that to Adam Mito's face right now. <laughs> That guy sucks. God, <laughs> NC locked up. Um, all right, back on track. So if Fezzi goes home, what else is new? I mean, That's it new. is. God, watch it. So then we go to nominations. Nominations happen. Esther Solo. Um, I thought it was a pretty easy vote. I thought it was kind of funny how they, they were – like it was even a big discussion of who to vote in. Like you might as well just throw in the person that you know the team that has one person, so it's only they believe one um, elimination. And I, I'm just so happy tonight. TJ didn't have to do another one of those bullshit twists where it's like, you guys voted in Esther and uh, Fezzi. Obviously, Fezzi's gone. That doesn't mean uh, <laughs> that doesn't mean there won't be a guys elimination. Dot dot dot. Nah, I'm just playing with y'all. I mean, we're we're only having a girls elimination tonight. Um, so yeah. Well, yeah. I, I thought, I thought I noticed that too. Like t- they, because in the past, the whole cast kind of plays it up as like, Oh, we think this is going to happen, but there's a chance, blah, blah, blah. And then tonight they said it like once in the deliberation. And then when they got to the elimination floor, the killing floor, TJ didn't even, yeah. Like you said, he didn't even do the curveball. He didn't even, he was like, so just annoyed with the whole cast. And he's like, not even going to do these little jokes anymore. Like just get in the fucking hallway already. <laughs> I want to see someone get hit. 
Uh, so like we said, the vote happens. Esther goes in. Uh, not really surprising there. The elimination happens. I believe what it's called Rage Cage, um, which, you know, I texted Alex and a few of the other people in our group chat um, and Andy, I should say, and one other person. I don't want to speak their name, but I said I saw a spoiler and the spoiler that I saw, it wasn't even really a spoiler. The fact that it, it gave me vibes, and Alex will know where I'm going with this. It gave me vibes of the old challenge episodes because the episode like bio literally was like it was like Teach goes to the house, competitors compete in the grueling like rage cage or something. <laughs> so literally just flat out say the elimination, no like you know what it is. You know, I think me and Alex have talked about in the past, some of the classic like episode titles in the past where it's like <laughs> down goes Wes and stuff like that. Uh, just give me vibes of that. Obviously I didn't tell those guys uh, what it was, but I didn't want to even say it was rage cage because I had no idea what that even meant. But uh, so what do we think about rage cage? Uh, the little twist on just the game before we get into the competitors. What, what do we think in chat? I would love to hear your opinion of it because I just didn't think it was big enough. Like, I felt like it was really, it was like a shortened version of Hall Brawl. Uh, and was it really that high to even begin with the jump? Because that was the other thing. I think what they should do to make this better would be like, like a 30 foot, you know, I, obviously I don't know the dimensions of how big it was, but make it like 30 yards or whatever. 30 is a lot, 20, 10, whatever. And then make you like climb a wall to go up to it or something like distance because you're already gassed, you know, you're running into someone. Then it's more than just who's the first one in the belt. You have to get your ass up there compared to like, I feel like those girls could have just jumped and hit it. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Yes. See, I, I think tonight's elimination is a classic example of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And this is something that the challenge has failed at for a while like we've had season formats different elimination challenges that have been good the challenge thinks that they can make them better we'll do these little changes and it actually makes it much worse and before tonight's episode one of the the longest staples that we had where they didn't really change it was hall brawl like they had done hall brawl i would say maybe once every season, maybe once every other season for about the past 12 seasons now since they introduced it with uh, Wes's head ringing the bell. And so they've done it a lot. And every time I feel like they do it, it's a good episode. It's a good elimination. Um, and they've done like different forms of it. Like they've done it where it's like a circle. They've done it where it's like two, two teammates doing it against each other. But at its core, it's still the same thing. Um, I actually like the circle one the best, honestly. Yeah, the, the circle one was good. That was where in Rivals 2, right? I thought it was uh, Preston. Didn't Preston lose that? Rivals 2, wasn't it? No, he was with Knight. R.I.P. <laughs> I can't remember. But, but yeah, oh, Hall Brawl's always been something that's good. And then tonight, they make these changes where – I think it was basically three key elements were changed. One was maybe maybe uh, subjective, but it looked like the hallway was shorter, like you said. Um, second, the biggest thing, I guess, is that they had to climb up the cage to like, ring a bell instead of just going straight through. 
And then uh, there was also like, I don't know if you noticed, but there was like the, the sand of the hallway was covered in like just ropes, like very mm -hmm. weird. Didn't make sense really. Um, but it was just ropes. And so I'm kind of just like guessing that maybe after last season, they got a lot of pushback of like, Hey, we can't have like two people fucking going full speed, 40 feet apart head, like banging heads in the sand. We have to like shorten it a little bit so they can't build up as momentum. We have to put these ropes on. So it kind of slows them down and we have to put like thing, something above them. So they don't worry straight. Like they don't have to worry about going straight. They have to like kind of get around and then get up. I don't know. But at the end of the day, the, this elimination was bad, but I, I don't, I don't think it was bad because of all those things. I think it was bad just because it was, Emmy and Esther, to be honest. Like, I think if you put this, this hall brawl with, um, I don't know, CJ and Zach from 10 years ago, I think it's still a really good elimination. Um, so I guess my, I, I, it was fine. The result was boring. I just don't think they needed to change it at all. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it is like what we need to go back to. I feel like, you know, I, I see people in the chat, Jesse Adams, for example. Like, I feel like we're, like we are literally a lot of these eliminations have just been puzzles, kind of thing. It's like it's like something that happens, and then you got to do a puzzle with it or something. What happened to the good old like T bones, like where you're just hanging on for dear life? Who can do it? The ones where you're in the sand and it's you versus a, another person, like who can outlast? And those those eliminations, like they claim, are like two hours, three hours long, like. That's what people want to see. I would rather see that than, you know, who can solve, you know, math nine times three. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know. So Yeah, and, and another complaint that I had with tonight's elimination, and I think we brought it up, I don't know if it was specifically last season, or I think it was maybe even the when Nelson went against Rogan in a hall brawl. Remember that a couple years ago? Um one of my complaints from tonight was the editing. Like I could, I don't know about you, but I couldn't tell which girl was which because they're. I mean, they're. I couldn't tell which girl was which. It was all dark. There was like it was like blue and black and red. Well, I think they were both wearing like long sleeves. They were wearing long yeah. pants, socks up, so you couldn't see. I mean, I do have to admit that first collision on the first hall brawl was <coughs> was a pretty nice hit. You literally saw the GoPros came off, yeah. which was. I mean. Maybe we should strap it on a little tighter, but uh, I mean, it was a good impact. You, you got to respect yeah. both. Both of those girls laid it all out there, which you just got to respect. It's just one of those things where make it bigger, and it, maybe maybe it was because of safety. I, I don't know. You brought up a really good point of now they're adding ropes and stuff because think about the last hall bar we saw before it. We had a guy walk away with a broken hand or finger. So I don't know. Yeah, and like and like. You know, the, I think from a viewer's perspective, to really see what happens in the hallway, the best thing would to do would be to just like set a camera, you know, twenty feet away that shows the whole hallway, and just set it there and see what happens. Obviously, it's a TV show, so they're never gonna like show it like that. But I just think they cut it up too much. They like, you know, they're zooming in and out. They're showing all these different angles. I have no idea who's who, who's running which way, who's winning. Like they, it, like it takes, you know, 30 different cuts in a cut that like shows the entire hallway and you can see that two bodies are all the way on one side. So, you know, okay, somebody's clearly winning, 
but you have no idea who it is. And then you just have to wait to see, oh, Amy rang, rung the bell. Okay. I mean, we kind of skipped all over the place there, but obviously Emmy gets voted in there. They both go down. Obviously, we talked about it. Emmy wins, um, and she chooses, to no surprise, uh, Uncle CT. So uh, Uncle CT, Emmy, a new team. Then you just see Berna just so pissed off, and she felt like she got burned uh, by a good friend. So now Huey and Berna are a team, uh, and Uncle CT and Emmy are a team. So – and that was basically the episode right there, which is kind of crazy. Um, I didn't think we'd be speaking for 35, almost 36 minutes about the episode. I mean, pretty impressive on our end. I know we kind of got off the rails some <laughs> for some time, but that was basically the episode. So uh, any lasting remark on the episode, Alex? Um, um, I don't think so. I, I, mean, think I, mean, so. I mean, can you still hear me? Yeah, I hear you fine. Okay. Okay. Um, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got you, Verizon. Um, I mean, like, that, said, like we said from the top, the episode was just very average. I'm mean, actually no, sorry, very below average. Um, just with like the weird hour long episodes. Um, and I'm just trying to think of like what, and this might sound like too negative, but like what we have to look forward to, like what episode eight is going to be like. Um. Because obviously, Fezzi's I know something. Off. I know something that we can look forward to, and I don't know if we want to say this news now. I really haven't told you, but should we break the news of who's going to be the special guest? We we can a little bit. Well, no, okay. actually, actually, no, we can't. We can't break who is the special guest. Um, okay. Full disclosure, we've been in talks with someone on the show. We've literally gone back and forth trying to find a date. Um, currently, they are, I believe, overseas filming the reunion show as we speak right now. So they looked at our message. They've, they've, they've already said they would come on the show on the 29th. Um, but we haven't solidified it yet just so they know. Anything else, Alex? I, I just don't want to say they're coming on and they won't be on. Uh, but they were on the reunion show, haven't responded since. Uh, they told us they were going to be busy and stuff. Um, yeah, no, no. I, I think you said it as best as we as a podcast can get to at this point. Like, we don't want to say who the person is just because we haven't officially booked it in yet. We were hoping to tonight to be able to, like, let you guys know exactly who is going to be on the episode. Um, but I guess that being said, because we aren't able to do that tonight, Make sure you follow us on Twitter and, and Instagram and all that because the second that this person responds back to us and says, yes, uh, episode 8, uh, September 29th, we're ready to go, we're going to be posting it. Um, we're going to be posting it everywhere. So just the, the idea is for this person to come on the live recap with us. They said it was going to happen. Um, we, we tried to confirm it like one last time before tonight's episode and in that didn't happen, which is fine because it, we're still hoping that the um, that the guest actually comes on next week anyway, so it's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, just make sure you follow us, and that's the best way you guys are going to be able to to hear about it. And then, obviously, too, next week if this person does come on with us, it's going to be just like this. Like it's just going to be another screen on our on our on your TV. 
Um, and so you guys will be, able to be three of us again. Uh, we <laughs> might put Andy in timeout, very similar to like Fenway in timeout right now. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. So come ask, come ask your questions. Um, I think, and this is, this is n nothing like no bullshit or anything like it's not somebody like no offense. It's not, it's not Jeremiah. Like it's not a no name person on this season. Like it's a, it's a, it's a known challenger, a, a big face on this season of the challenge. Um, and to be honest, if it, if it doesn't happen next week, which we're really hoping it does, we've been told that it will. Um, it should happen the next week, Ben. We're still going to work. Toward, yeah, we're still going to work to getting it this season. If this person doesn't come on the show now, this this will be the last season of recaps from us. I, I will put that out there. We will make sure this person comes on. One thou. <laughs> One hundred thou. One hundred thou. All right, what segments we got tonight? We get we got a couple. Um, the first one. Is actually it's it's a we've done it before, but we haven't done it this season yet. Um, it's called Pluto Playback, and I'll I'll kind of explain it to you guys so you can maybe get things up and ready. Um, but basically, if you haven't been with us since Pluto Playback, uh, what the segment is is there's a there's a streaming app called Pluto TV, and it's literally like free channels with like a ton of different, like just random shit. Um, and they have a, ch they have a channel on there. Uh, I don't know exactly what the channel number is, but if you just download Pluto TV app, um, there's a channel on there that is entirely dedicated to MTV, the challenge old season, old episodes. And so it's like 24 seven, the challenge. It's almost like just a marathon. Um, it has commercials, which it's on right now. That's kind of why I'm stalling while I give this description. Um, but basically what Pluto Playback is, is we, as a segment, we turn on Pluto TV, whatever episode is on there, we recap it. It's kind of like, like, I think, I think, I think Trev, we used to, we used to, uh, we used to um, describe it as like taking a little trip in the time machine, like taking it back a few seasons um and just like watching whatever's on pluto and just doing like a quick reaction to it um so that's going to be our first segment of the night it's still on commercial right now but it is it is uh the season i was watching before is the island so basically the island um which i think is new to pluto they used to only have like three seasons on there um but yeah, it so, used to be so the dirty thirties of the world. Yeah. That was just so. If, if you guys live are listening live right now, turn on Pluto TV, and when it comes back from commercial, we're going to talk about it. Uh, yeah, Paramount Plus does have a lot of the old seasons. Um, we like doing this for a segment just because we don't know. Yeah, it's random. It's very random. We don't know what season it's going to be, what episode it's going to be. Um, and then, like you said, we just kind of we we talk about whatever you know is happening on the season. Um, and so it's, it's the Island right now. Um, the Island I, is one of those seasons where I like the format. It was just, it's like one of those forgettable seasons though. Like, I feel like the move that everybody remembers is, um, with what's her name? Uh, Evelyn, sorry. Um, obviously her, Johnny, Derek, and I, I who's the other guy? I, oh, you're a big fan of the other guy, right? Kenny? Yeah, my guy Kenny. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know Alex is probably the biggest Kenny fan on this podcast. 
co-host host side. So um, yeah, Ken, Kenny yeah. was so good on fresh meat and fresh meat too, that I've always said that like they need to do a fresh meat three season. Like you've heard me talk well, about that before. Well, let's, let's pump the brakes on that because that might be our next segment. So, um, <laughs> all right. Let's, so let's, so at least on my TV, we got, uh, Ooh, this is actually the episode. Ooh, this is the episode where Abram quits. Down goes Abram. Maybe episode two, three. This is the episode where Abram asked to quit the challenge. Um, and then Johnny, I think, what was it? Was it keys they were trying to get? Right? Yes. Yeah, they were trying to get keys. Um, and Johnny basically got gifted a key from that. Yep. Bananas. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I mean, you said it. The, the island overall is a pretty forgetful season. Um but I think it's a good season. I like the season. It is a good season. Yeah. So, all right. right. That that was Pluto playback. (laughs) Kind of weak tonight, but (laughs) didn't have much to react to. But now you guys know, like we said, we, we, when it's a pretty boring episode that night, like tonight was of the, of spies, lies and allies, we like to bring back just being able to react to old seasons. So now you guys know going forward. Um, so our next segment tonight, um, is going to be a fantasy one. So all you fantasy lovers, um, get involved. Um, what we're going to do, we're going to do kind of like a mini Mount Rushmore, um, of contestants from any season. And me and Alex are going to kind of make a Mount Rushmore of people that we want to. So for example, we're not doing this season tonight, but like, um, if we did Battle of the X's three, which teams do you want to see? And we're just going to rifle through kind of like a Mount Rushmore. Um, tonight's segment, and I know Alex has always been a big fan of it. Obviously, I've been a huge fan of it uh, as well. And I don't think anybody else has even come up with this idea before. But we're going to do – so we're going to do eight guys, eight girls. We're going to start out with – should we do the girls first or guys? Let's do girls first, ladies first. Girls. Ladies first. We're going to do the top eight girls vets that we want to see on Fresh Meat 3. So if there was a Fresh Meat 3, I know me and Alex have been huge on that topic. Nobody else. Um, We just want to know top eight girls that who who would just be amazing. And it could be anybody. It could be anybody that's been on the challenge before. Hell, it could be Lolo Jones. It could be – I don't even know. I was going to throw out another show like that. The Louise Hazel girl or whoever. Um, Gus, if you're a big fan of him, I know what you're talking about. Could be fucking Master P-Son uh, that we've seen on today. So write us in the chat, females. Um, Alex, I'll let you have the first pick tonight of who you would love to have back. Uh, okay. And we would have to kind of think of it as if we're doing – a fresh meat three season, meaning that all of the girls are going to be paired with some random off the street guy, right? Absolutely. Okay. I think And I I want to say, and I want to say this is very different than choosing your top eight people because you want to make the season good. So we're trying to make the best overall season of the show. So Alex, we're making the cast as interesting as possible. So I think with my first pick of the girls, I'm going to go Laurel. 
I'm going to go Laurel for just the fact that she's obviously a <laughs> competitor. Um, she's someone who's like in your face, like just entertaining to have on TV. And she was on Fresh Meat too. She knows what it's like to be Fresh Meat. She was one of the best people on that whole show. Um, so I think maybe if you have Laurel on Fresh Meat 3, she's one of like your headliner of the whole cast. Like, cause she's been through it and she's just a beast. So I'm going with my first pick, Laurel. Great pick. With my first pick, I'm going to do another fresh meat person. And they went pretty far. I believe they made it 57 minutes into the season. And I'm going Car Maria. It's a good pick. I think Car Maria, you, when you drop in, I'm, I'm glad you chose Laurel first. I think when you drop in Car Maria and Laurel, there's always a little clash going. And overall, I, I'm not a huge fan of Car Maria. But she does bring a lot to the table. She does impact the game. She's really fucking good. So I'm all in for her. My second person is someone in – I think this is going to be kind of my last, like, big dog pick, and then I'm going to kind of pump the brakes. I'm going Emily. I have always said she is the best in the game. So when you have a girl like Car Maria and Laurel already, and you throw in Emily – no, it doesn't get much better than that. The only knock you can have is maybe her personality and stuff like that. But, but yeah, that's, that's my pick. Those are, I mean, obviously those are two massive names, very good picks. Um, so we have three girls total. My, my second pick overall is going to be another fresh meat to fresh meat, another fresh meat to rookie. I'm going to go with Teresa. And I think she's she's definitely a step down from our first three girls just in terms of quality. But what I think Teresa would bring to Fresh Meat 3 is her um, – what do I want to say? Her inability almost to, like, work well with partners. Like, she always seems to be mad at her teammates, which is going to make for great TV. Um, she's going to be, like, a good competitor. But, like, to her for her to work with a rookie guy who's never been on TV before – I think she would lose it. She would lose her composure um, while still being very, very attractive the whole time. Um, so I'm going with my second pick. I'm going to do Teresa. All right. Next pick. My next pick. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Nani. Oh, okay. I know it's kind of random, but I'm going Nani. Like we said, we're not doing our top eight girls overall. We're just doing for Fresh Meat 3. I'm going to go Nani just because, one, I think it would be interesting because Nani came at least a full era after the Fresh Meat era. Like when Fresh Meat 2 ended, she was she was probably still like 18. Like she wasn't even close to being on the challenge. So I think that aspect of it is interesting. And we've seen Nani like work pretty well with, you know, guys like Turbo and Gabo um, and just like like rookie guys. And obviously she's always like interested in rookie guys, um, even if Casey's around. So I'm going to go with my with my third overall pick. I'm going to go Nani. Great pick. Um, So, so far we've named Teresa Nani. Uh, Who was your first pick? Laurel. uh, Laurel. Laurel, uh, oh God, who did I pick? Car Maria and Emily. Yeah, Car, yeah, Car Maria and Emily. So right now we have a stack group, 
And it's funny because I said after my last pick, I wasn't going to bring stack more stack people in, but I forgot two people that I think bring a lot to the table. And I think this one person in the past, they're not on the season, but in the past couple seasons have said they, they are the GOAT. Uh, and I think this would be a perfect time to see, are they actually, you know, do they speak, uh, you know, how good are they kind of thing. And that's kill a cam. I would love to see cam on the season, you know, going, uh, going against those top girls with a rookie partner, you, you don't know what you bring to the table. So you really show how good of a competitor you actually are when you have, you know, you're all kind of on an e even uh, level and, you know, just kind of go from there. My other person, and this is a throwback. Um, and I think this person brings personality. They're just a psychopath. Uh, the biggest flaw they have is swimming. But I think this girl in a hall brawl is one of the nasty, like she is so good, like bring on physicality. I worry about her effort quitting though sometimes and her swimming's the, the worst. Do you see the rain outside? I think there's a hurricane coming. <laughs> hurricane Naya. I love Naya. Dude, she is a bad girl. Dude, she is good. Uh, like I said, there's always been those two things, her swimming and then sometimes she quits. I hate quitters. But if she can get over that, I think she she's just kind of like a tornado. And, and that's what I like to see in the challenge house. Good pick. All right. Who you got? Can I can I do a, a, a controversial pick? Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll try to just explain it pretty quickly. I'm going to go Camilla. Okay. Um, similarly to, to picks we've done in the past. Um, she's a good competitor. She's easy to look at and she is just an absolute fucking nutcase. Add those three things together and you have like your ideal challenge competitor. Um, she's, you think like, what do you think is going to happen if on a daily challenge, Camilla's like running like, you know, a mile or whatever. And her rookie guy partner is like tired and he's laying on the ground. Like you think she's going to be nice to that guy? No, it's going to be, it's going to be a one TV. Um, I would be interested in seeing that. I know she has problems. So like, I, I mean, this is just make, fucking make believe. So I'm, but my last pick, I'm going Camilla. Good pick. Um, I think, you know, the one flaw we had from this pick and I, obviously there'd be more than eight people. I think the honorable mentions we would have to throw, you got to throw Nisa on in the season cause she's on every season. Um, I saw it in the chat earlier. And I do like this competitor, very one-hit wonder, was Jenny. Yeah. I like Jenny. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So how about we dive into the guys? <laughs> Whoa. Not a fan, Fenway? Just not a fan? So let's talk about the guys. Alex. Oh, oh, is – not ideal. Looks like it's just me running the show for a little bit. <laughs> guys, my guys are going to be hmm. My overall first pick has got to be Johnny Bananas. I mean, okay. the guy speaks for himself. He's he's arguably the challenge himself. Any season he is on is just 10 times like more entertaining. Love him or hate him, he does bring a lot to the show. And even he could be the first person gone during the season, but it's still entertaining to have him there. You know, him just kind of, you know, stirring the pot, doing whatever. 
<laughs> but uh, but yeah, my first overall pick has got to be good old Johnny Bananas. I, yeah, you, you can't go wrong with that pick. So now now I have two, right? Yeah. I'm going to go – God, there's, I feel like there's a ton, ton of good options. I'm going to go – I'll start it off with Wes because he, again, has a, a tremendous track record with fresh meat. Um, you know, he's worked with like two dumb, hot blondes who are just bad at the challenge. Um, so maybe he gets a third one and, and you know, third time's the charm. Um, obviously anytime you, Wes is just like a, a entertaining challenge character. Um, so that'll be my first pick will be Wes. And then second, I think it would actually be really interesting to see Darrell on again. Okay. And, and similarly, but, but kind of just different results because fresh meat one Darrell gets a, a Vive, a no namer and wins the, wins the final. Um, and then Fresh Meat 2, obviously, he's with Kara, like a beast competitor, and gets sent home right away. So it's like, what's he going to do third time? Um, we've talked about Thrill a lot, how he basically is like two different careers. Like his first first half was amazing, never lost. Second half is just like a different era of the challenge. Um, so I think it would, see, it would be cool to see Darrell back in a Fresh Meat format. Yeah, absolutely. Um for my second pick, I just want to throw it out there. We, we just got to get this person on, so I'll swoop him up now. Not really much you can talk about the guy. Being on the season, probably going to win the season. You got to throw CT on the season. CT, just an absolute beast. What else is new? Then with my third pick, I mean, I know me and Alex have been saying this for years, but can we seriously get Tony Reigns back on the challenge? I think Tony Reigns is one of the most entertaining people that the challenge has ever gotten. Loki, his brother too, but uh, we definitely want Tony back on the challenge. Um, and a fresh meat format might be very dangerous too for him too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll just leave it at that. So, Alex, last two picks. My wait. Oh, I have two picks, and you have one more, right? Okay. Correct. Don't get lost in the snake. Um. I mean, I'll just say it, even though I, I, I don't know if it's a given that we weren't going to go for this person. I've always been high on Kenny. Um, I think it's a given. You know, he's Mr. Beautiful. He's the GOAT. Um, I mean, it, it, he speaks for himself. You know, I, I could write a book on how to dismantle an entire challenge alliance. I've always been the biggest Kenny guy here. Um, so I'll go Kenny, and then with my last pick, with my last pick, I'm going to go Jordan. Um, Ooh, another, another prime character to see on your TV. He's good at everything, literally good at everything, while at the same time being a cocky asshole in like a likable way. Like he's entertaining. Um, and he, not to mention the fact that he'd be coming off a call, uh, not a divorce, but a called off engagement. I mean, come on. He'd be, a, he'd be an animal. Um, so I'm going, I'm going with my last pick, Jordan. God. Well, for my last pick, there's a lot of people, obviously, I could pick. I could pick, you know, Leroy, which I would love to see Leroy come back on the challenge. Landon, obviously a GOAT. But there's one person everybody knows that always has a special place in my heart. Um, and it's got to be – oh, my Lord, dude. Put that dog on a leash. Um, it's got to be the GOAT himself. 
Johnny Riley. I mean, Johnny Riley is one of the greatest competitors of all time. I mean, I believe his first interview for Rivals 3 was like, you know, most people would see me. They would probably say, you probably live in your mom's basement, play World of Warcraft and, you know, drink or something, he said. Yep, that basically describes me. Johnny Riley is such a funny guy. I wish he would, you know, show that more. Uh, but great competitor. Um, people forget he beat Johnny Bananas up the mountain uh, for free agents. Should have won free agents. But the lucky horseshoe himself, Johnny Riley for my last pick. So other honorable mentions. I, I think people would be sleeping on Dario. <laughs> I love Dario. People still sleep on Dario. Um, I would say Turbo, Theo. Um, I like. I think. I think personally, Theo will be back next season. I hope so. I hope to God. I, I love Theo. I think he's a really good competitor. Um, Ky, I saw Kyle in the chat. Kyle. Um, yeah. Realistic guys. Jesse Adams. Send us your list, guys, of guys and girls, and we'll start reading them off. Jesse Adams posts. Realistic guys, we got Banana, CT, West, Jordan, Rogan, Joss, Fezzi, Kyle. Rogan and Joss. Mm. Dreamless, Banana, CT, West, Kenny. Rogan in your dream? I mean, come on. So Ro in, I like Rogan, but in your dream? Come on. So so in, so here is the Stir the Pod official. And this is Stir the Pod official fresh meat list created only by Alex and Trev, the big fresh yeah. meat you guys the here. The original OGs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so our Fresh Meat 3 dream cast, um, for the girls' side, it's going to be Laurel, Cara Maria, Emily, Teresa, Nani, Cam, Naya, and Camilla. And for the guys' side, it's going to be Bananas, Wes, Darrell, CT, Tony, Kenny, and Johnny Riley. God, legend. I think Johnny Riley was for the guys. Does Johnny Riley win for the guys? I mean, I think he's beaten someone up the mountain before. God, is the delay that bad? Um, so, yeah. I mean, that was our little mock list. God, Ch Dario's twin. People forget. Friend of the program. Yes. Um, he is a friend of the program. If you listen to that podcast, you are a true SDP slash BMFEP uh, fan. So, props to you. Um Anything else before MVP LVP time, right? I think, I think it's MVP LVP time. All right. Well, it's MVP LVP time, guys, presented by nothing. <laughs> um, you guys know what to do. MVP LVP in the chat. First response, uh, we'll do the order. Very small list, obviously, tonight. Um, so just say, yes, yeah, so just say Alex or Trevor, whoever you say. Yeah, you can literally just give it the first name. Uh, bad Trevor, that's on me. I should have known that. Oh yeah, very very good. I was just picking. Um, yeah, we did. We we've had some guests on before. Can we? <laughs> All right, Trevor. I think you're first. All right, looks like I'm first. Uh, my MVP tonight is. I mean, call it whatever you want. Um, a bullshit pick or whatever. I would never give out a bullshit pick, but it, it's got to be the chat. The chat tonight, I mean, without you guys, I mean, hell, we're, we're longer the episode, and we've had more fun on here than watching tonight's episode. Uh, you know, we can have people in the chat bash us, 
but we don't give a fuck. We, we love the interactions and stuff like that. Uh, so thank you to the, the loyal AWLs. Um, without tonight, without this, I might be jumping out a window because it, it was a rough one tonight. Um, and hopefully we can get back on track, uh, you know, but when the ratings speak for themselves in the past, you know, five episodes have been the lowest ratings of all time. I mean, I think that speaks for itself, but that's just me. So, um, my MVP tonight is the AWLs, the chats of STP. Alex, MVP, who you got? I mean, that's a very good pick. And anytime you have an episode that was as bad as tonight's, it's always um, always good to go a non-challenger. And I was trying to go somewhere similar um, for MVP of tonight's episode. I think I'm going to go – I am going to go with a challenger. Um Pretty straightforward, pretty simple. I'm going to go MVP Emmy. Um, Whoa. And I think you could do a simple math equation that is elimination win plus getting CT as your partner instead of Huey equals MVP performance. Like that. It's almost, it's almost like that Chuck Norris in Dodgeball, just like. Yeah, just that little, like, you know, so classic. Yeah, you get a thumbs up. I I mean, she didn't do much aside from that. And like we said, the hall brawl – or sorry, cage rage itself kind of sucked ass. Um, But, I mean, she still won it. She still won an elimination. And any time you can fucking get CT as your partner, that's a good episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Before you get to your LVP, I would love to hear – because I see Aaliyah Hope wrote it in the chat – and I know Alex doesn't like it in the chat. Do you guys like when Emmy says, Mr. TJ, I bulge at it. I love that. Uh, I'm just curious. Are we fans of it or are we not? I know Alex hates it, but I, I actually love it. So um, with that being said, Alex, who's your LVP tonight? I, I hate it. If she would have said it one more time tonight, she would not have gotten my MVP. Um, my LVP, I think there's actually a few picks out there. I'll save my honorable mentions because I think for my pick, I'm going to go 60-minute episodes. I'm going to go okay. LVP 60-minute episodes just because um, – and maybe it's more so production, but I think the fact that production has created two bad 60-minute episodes in a row has just kind of set like a weird tone on the season. <laughs> um so I'm going LVP is 60 minute episodes. Hopefully it's the last time we get it. And hopefully it's just kind of like, all right, we can restart next week. Um, I see a lot of, a lot of people wanting to, at me to be LVP. Um, I think I've done a good job tonight. So I'm going to go LVP is 60 minute episodes. I mean, I was thinking about production and I really want to give it to production, but you kind of just hinted at it and I really don't want to. The chat is calling for an LVP for Alex tonight. And, I mean, there, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, we can talk about the bad parenting with the dog. I mean, that outrageous take on Fezzi, uh, the Magic Jack connection. I mean, the list goes on and on. So Part of my I take. Just, I, I, just, I just can't – and, you know, I gave, just gave you guys an MVP. I just can't give Alex an LVP tonight because I am just thankful he is here tonight. Uh, and not being one of our other co-hosts that just decides to take off whenever he wants and acts like he can go on a vacation, you know, very Hank-esque, just all the time. So with that being said, I always want to give the LVP to Andy, but I'm not doing that. I'm being respectful. I love you guys, whatever. 
my LVP tonight is actually going to be Berna. And Ooh. I think Berna is my LVP tonight because one, she tries to like stir the drama for no reason to begin with, with um, what's her name? Uh, Amber B, make sure we get the B in there. Um, has a huge fight with her. So her and Esther are like buddy, buddy teaming up on there. One, she acts like she's friends with Emmy. Emmy basically tells her, no, I'm not going to take CT, blah, 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 all that stuff. Elimination happens. One, she loses her friend, Esther. Two, Emmy, her other friend, steals her partner. Three, instead of having CT, you now have Hui. So not ideal. Uh, just a tough look for Berna. And, I mean, she's going to an elimination next week. So um, not a good look is what I have to say. So my LVP tonight is Berna. God. And Mikey the Doctor, uh, Andy is not at Cara uh, and Polly's Fire Fest knockoff yet. I believe – when is that? Do we know? Do we have a date? Uh, they have some sort of uh... – like the the Instagram countdown. I know they have that in their stories right now. So I think it's like a week or so. Jesus. So uh, is he going to take another week off? I mean, we will, he might not be welcome back after this performance. Yeah. Well, Chad, what, what do you guys think? Do, do we think we should give him a punishment for a week? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm game for a punishment. I know Alex's punishments aren't hard. I mean, obviously you can tell by his dog just doing whatever the hell he wants. So, um, surely his dog's never chewed up a wall or anything either. So, um, we'll just leave it at that. So chat, what do you guys think? Uh, well, and we'll just the, read a few more comments. The, and I think the, the OGs know that, uh, the Trev and Alex duo used to be the old podcast. God, I mean, like, like I've always said, the heart and soul of the podcast, these two right here. Um, so I think anything I was, else chat. I was just gonna I was gonna say honorable mentions for LVP. I was gonna say Fezzi just for the fact that he got sent home. And then but, also, I, but here's the thing. I don't think we can give him an honorable mention LVP. I'd give him an honorable mention MVP for him so we don't have to fucking see him ever. That's true. That's true. So ooh, I like that, Mikey. I like that. And I might be able to pull that off too. Andy has to wear a University of Tennessee Fezzi jersey. God, I'll pump the brakes on that. Uh, I still want to pay for that, for him to film that whole thing. God, I mean, who's paying for this shit? Uh, anything else, chat? We'll give it about 30 more seconds before we wrap tonight up. But again, guys, uh, without you guys, we are nothing. So thank you, guys. Um, obviously, tonight was a rough one. Hopefully, we'll be back on track. Uh, overall, I still think tonight's or like the entire season has been fine. Um, you know, we just kind of hitting you know like that that mark, and we kind of said that that seven to ten range, six to ten or whatever you want to call it, is very hard to nail. Um, I, I, dude, I'm I'm really hoping there's not thirty episodes, and we're and we're still seven episodes in and have not gotten a single veteran to lose an elimination. Like that, that is the streak. I think that is really continuing here. Like we had uh, Fezzi go home tonight. We had Nam go home. Uh, we had, uh, what's her name? Pig Rose go home right before pizza night. Like we've had vets go home, but still fucking we're in almost October 
and we don't have a single veteran who's lost an elimination. Oh, and honestly, only even one veteran who's gone into elimination being Amber, I think. So, like, I mean, just the fact that, like, the, the veterans are still controlling this game, it didn't even, like, that didn't even – wasn't even a point tonight just because the episode is so weird. The past two episodes have been so weird. Um, but hopefully, I mean, hopefully that starts to change soon just for the sake of, like, having new shit to talk about. Like we said, we kind of just been going through the motions, like send the rookies home. We, we kind of had a spark tonight because of Fezzi, but, I mean, it was just a bad episode overall. So we need some stuff to happen now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can we get an animal fact? Well, an animal fact for me would be Alex's dog uh, is named Fenway. Obviously, you guys know I'm a Toronto Blue Jays fan. He's obviously a Red Sox fan. So we might be throwing out the idea of possibly going live um, if the Jays and the Red Sox play in the wild card game. So um, I'm all game for that. So. Trev, what's your take on that CT commercial? I don't think I've seen a CT commercial. I missed it. Uh, I'm not watching it on cable. Uh, I'm poor right now. Just moved. Obviously, you guys can see the new background and stuff. So I've been kind of streaming it, and they don't show commercials. So I've been missing all these commercials. I've, I saw the Josh one. Can someone explain it to Trev, the CT was, one? I, I think what Jesse Adams is referring to is basically like a – it was like a two minute like promo video commercial type thing where it was um, Anissa and CT basically like it was all with like the sappy music and it was like dear younger CT, dear younger Anissa. And it was like writing them a letter as if they were like, like 20 years ago, 15 years ago. And like saying like, Oh, this is what you're going to learn. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I, I saw it on Reddit and I watched it. Um, I think it's on the challenge YouTube channel. Um, wait, 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 wait. This could be a live watch then for Trev right here. Let me pull it up. I, my thoughts, Jesse were the Anissa part of it. It was almost, my thoughts were it was insulting to CT to have Anissa included in the same montage. I thought the CT montage was actually cool and interesting. Um, he was like, oh, he's like good with that kind of stuff, but having Anissa there kind of ruined it for me. Uh, oh, I see what you're talking about. Here we go, here we go, here we go. If you write a letter. Wait, wait, let me see something right now. Boom. You see that, Alex? Yeah, I can see it. To your younger self. Dear Evan Hansen, today is going to be an amazing day. What would you say? Dear Anissa. Dear Chris, it's you, me, us. You're going to change so much throughout the years. You think that going on TV is the wildest thing you've ever done in your life, but there's more to come. You're going to be pushed to the limit, mentally, physically. You're going to do things you never thought you could do. You're going to adapt, and you're also going to learn a lot about yourself. You're going to have to face your absolute worst fears. But each time you'll come out on top. You're going to take people by surprise. People still sleep on the dad bod era. One thing you do have going for you is uh, you've always followed your heart. You're also very resilient. You're going to have terrible anxiety that you're going to keep challenging yourself. And that's going to help you combat those feelings and push through them. You're going to learn not to take things personally and not to stress unnecessarily. You can't run from your feelings. You have to face them head on. 
And through these shows, if you do it right, there's so much you can learn about yourself and others. You got the world in your hands, kid. And uh, you don't even know it. Slow down. You don't need to have all the answers. Let your guard down. Stop acting like a tough guy. Being vulnerable doesn't make you weak. It makes you human. Don't be so hard on yourself. You deserve to be happy. Sincerely me. Sincerely me. I mean... Not bad. I don't really, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say about it. I mean, it, it was, you know, kind of... I wish, you know, more people would do that. Oh, my God. All right. Maybe we'll just cut it off. Cut it off. I mean, whose story would just be bananas? No pun intended. Like, Tony? Tony, Shane? I was thinking. Um... Paula, okay, all right, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Um, but yeah, I like the concept, and obviously they chose, you know, people have been on the show for, like, what, 20 seasons, it feels like. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, anything else, or should we wrap this baby up? I don't think so. Make sure you guys follow us to hear the guest announcement as soon as we know it. That's about it. Yeah, not much to say. Uh, again, thank you guys for listening to a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I'm your host, Trevor. You can follow us on Twitter at Stir the Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Stir underscore the underscore pod. Uh, thank you guys. Love you guys. Um, the sun bear is the smallest bear in the world. Shout out, Duffy. 